This episode is sponsored by this Snake and Mind companion app. Wait, this Snake and Mind has an app? Yes, we do. And I am so excited to tell you about it. This Naked Mind companion app is our brand new app where we've included all-in-one access to over 700 videos with answers to all your burning questions, our signature 30-day alcohol experiment, our incredible global community, and so much more, all in one convenient place. It's private, off social media, and free. This Naked Mind companion app is available in the App Store, on Google Play, and online at thisnakedmindapp.com. Hi, this is Annie Grace, and welcome to this Naked Mind podcast. And I am here with Michael, which is so exciting because Michael is the head of global head of communications at OKCupid, which is so cool because I get asked the question all the time, like, how do I date without alcohol? And what is so amazing is Michael is seeing just this huge trend in people who are like putting alcohol free in their profiles. They're not, you know, necessarily wanting to do the traditional date of going out for cocktails. And so we're so excited to kind of have this conversation and really dig into this big, like, all right, what does the dating scene look like when you're trying to moderate or drink less or not be drinking at all, or, or just kind of be alcohol free. So thanks so much for coming on, Michael. It's so great to have you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So why don't you give us sort of an overview of, of how the landscape is looking right now? So for anyone who's unfamiliar with OkCupid, we match people on what matters to them through in-app matching questions. So if you hear me rattle off any data points, that data and those insights are coming from responses that we are getting from our users to these in-app matching questions. And when we were looking at all the biggest trends from 2022, one thing really stood out to us And that was that young daters are causing increases in sober dating. So we all know what we've been living through for the past four, three, four years. The pandemic and rising costs of living have really accelerated the amount of people who are open to sober dates, but also really sober relationships. So when we look at the data, let's go back about 10 years. So in 2012, 84% of singles on OkCupid said they were open to dating someone who doesn't drink alcohol, still a really big amount, a really healthy amount, but that actually jumped to 96% of respondents in 2022. And it's the youngest generations that are actually really leading the charge here. So Gen Z singles on OkCupid were the most likely last year to opt for a relationship with someone who is sober compared to millennials or Gen Xers. And another piece of that that I find really heartwarming and really nice to see is that people on our app on OkCupid who are, you know, more flexible and open-minded to dating someone who is sober is those people are actually getting 12% more likes and 29% more matches. They're also having more conversations than people who aren't. So it's not only just about your personal choice to give up alcohol, but also if you're willing to be flexible with a partner and say, hey, whatever works for you, I'm here for that. And I want to support you in that. I love that so much. And it's, so when I started this, it was like, you know, 2015. And I remember one of the main things is like, especially people who were on, you know, in the single scene, they're, they're dating is like, 
how am I going to, what am I going to do when I'm sitting down and the person across from me orders a drink and I'm like, I'm just ordering iced tea. And, and it created such a, such a status decrease because they felt like, oh, like I have to apologize for this. And I don't know if this is what you've seen, but what I've started to see, which is just so cool, is that people, especially younger people, are looking at being alcohol-free as like a status increase. Like, no, this is cool about me, right? Absolutely. I love that you said that. I'm, you know, there's there's definitely data on on that I can share and will share about, um, you know, what people are kind of doing in instead of these like alcohol centered moments and dates. Um, but from a personal perspective, especially over the last few months, um, there's been so many times where I'm like, I'm tired. I really just, I don't want to have alcohol. And I feel like we're getting a different response to people around us than we were five, 10 years ago, to your point, where there was always this pressure, like, you're not going to drink or you're not going to have that second drink. And, you know, this like peer pressure mentality. And now, especially coming out of, you know, we're, we're recording this in early March and that's not far away from dry January. And everyone around me who I knew doing dry January, a lot of people were like, that is amazing. I'm so proud of you for doing this. Um, so I, I do think there's a huge culture shift that we're seeing in, you know, behavior and, um, not only just your own behavior, but how we're responding to people who are opting to drink less or drink not at all. Oh, I love that. I love that. And it's so true. So if somebody was nervous about that and even nervous about like coming on and, and putting like newly, newly alcohol-free or newly having changed the relationship with alcohol, and they were real nervous about coming on and, and sort of putting that in their profile because they feel like it would exclude them, what would you say? I would say that there are certain moments, and this is one of them, where I think we get in our head more than we need to be, and concerns or anything that's making us nervous personally is honestly a lot of the time not how other people around us feel. So I would not let, I hope no one feels discouraged by this, and I would say you want to be the most transparent and vulnerable that you can possibly be on a place like a dating app because you wanna be connected with people who are going to appreciate you for who you really are. This is not the place where we wanna put on a fake persona or lead someone on and present a version of ourselves that isn't authentic or genuine because you wanna be matched with people who have like-minded views and beliefs and values, which is why on our app, at least, we have very robust profiles because we want to help you make those authentic, genuine connections. So there's so many places on OkCupid that we make it really easy for you to indicate that you are alcohol free. Yes, of course, you can put it in your profile by writing it in yourself in your self summary. But we also have lifestyle preferences to fill out whether you want to see someone who drinks or doesn't drink, we make that easy for you. And then with our questions, we have a ton of matching questions that help you find people who are going to look for uh, or who have a similar lifestyle and interests as you. So I definitely want you to feel comfortable um, and this is the place to do it. I love that. And what, what you wrote into me in terms of statistics, which you know we talked about a little bit of these, but like that people who are open to dating someone sober get 29% more matches. 
Like, so it's, it's not a bad thing anymore. It's actually a good thing. And, um, and, and I love this one too, men who are open to having a conversation about mental health receive 201% more matches. Like, this is what we want to, like, we want to collectively be showing up actually authentically as ourselves and leaning into wellness. Absolutely. You know, conversations around mental health over the past year or so, especially on OkCupid, have, you know, just been a huge turn on for people. We've seen that being vulnerable is actually one of the most attractive traits to singles right now. More than nine in 10 daters on OkCupid said that they are sensitive. And this honesty is really paying off for everyone involved, but especially when it comes to men, which is a cohort that historically is the group that shies away from these conversations, right? So last year we saw that men who said that they were sensitive on OkCupid got 107% more likes and 86% more matches. And they also had 113% more conversations than men who were like, you know what, I'm not sensitive. This isn't my thing. Yeah, I love that. That's that's so great. Um, are there any other like major trends that you're seeing? Yeah, um, you know, there's a lot of conversations and concern about the economy. We're definitely seeing a lot of discussions around inflation and the economy is really impacting how people are dating. When we look at all our users globally, almost 40% of people on OkCupid said that inflation is impacting their dating lives. And we're seeing the Gen Zers, the millennials who are really feeling it the most. Um, and it's also impacting how much they want to spend on a date. So in the United States, a majority of our daters want to spend less than $50 on a first date. And that's kind of a difficult thing to accomplish um, in today's economy, but not if you don't want to go for these cocktail uh, dates or going to a bar because I don't know about y'all or wherever any of you live, but alcohol is really expensive. So we're, I think we're seeing this like rise in sober dating for many, many reasons. One of which is the impact that it's having on our wallets, but also the impact that it is having on our physical health, our mental health. We did a study last year and we, we wanted to see how active our daters are, how into you know, fitness and wellness they are. And you know, on our app, a majority, about 87% of 5 million people who responded to this question said they really enjoy exercising. That's one of their favorite things to do. And additionally, building off of that, daters who enjoy breaking a sweat were receiving 26% more matches and 8% more likes over last summer so again we're seeing this like there's a common thread between all these like bigger trends and it's that i want to prioritize my body i want to prioritize my mental health and for me it's spending less or it's drinking less or not at all i love that and i think that too there's something really profound to be said about you know going on a date and showing up as your authentic self. So like, obviously when you're drinking or when you're getting drunk, it's, it's really hard to even like your senses get 
dumbed down, right? And it's not, I mean, we can think about the physical senses that get dumbed down, like your sense of touch, which of course is an important one for dating, but also your sense of smell and taste and everything else. But I also think that because alcohol makes your neurons fire slowly, so it makes you less aware of your senses and your surroundings, I think it makes you much less in tune to the human across the table from you. And if you're thinking about dating, especially if you're thinking about dating as, as a way to like find a connection that could last over the long term, or, or a person that could be a really positive, you know, influence in your life or a positive aspect of your life to turn off your senses of, you know, really your energetic senses, you're knowing if you're at the same frequency and the same vibration and the same, you know, realm and, and you just drink to numb that, then of course, you're going to have matches that ultimately aren't going to work because as soon as you, you know, you're not drinking 24 seven, like at least most of us aren't sometimes I admit that was true, but usually not. And then, but you are being with this person ultimately, you know, especially if you go on to live together or get married, you're with them all the time. And so the more you can know up front, um, just the better off you're starting the relationship. Absolutely. And especially at the beginning, we don't want to be doing anything that's going to blind us to identifying these like red flags or these like subtle remarks or actions that are going to be a bigger issue down the road. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And alcohol would absolutely do that. Like it just turns off your, I mean, we actually have said this sort of within some of our coaching programs is drinking alcohol is like turning off your check engine light. Like there's still something wrong. It's just that you've turned off the light. So you're not consciously aware that something's wrong. And I mean, that is a really relevant idea when it comes to meeting somebody new who you're going to be intimate with, who you're going to share, you know, quality time with, share your dreams and hopes with, you know, you don't, you don't want to be turning off the indicator lights. So, well, this has been so great, Michael. I so appreciate you taking the time and coming on and having a chat with us about kind of what, what trend you're seeing. I mean, it's, it's just so inspiring to be, to be looking across this and just seeing how much of a rise it is and how exciting it is to go from something that was really like, people were so afraid of putting these sorts of things on their profile to the, where we are now, where, you know, you should put it on as a badge of honor because actually you are going to get much more engagement when you're having these types of conversations. Absolutely. Bring your truest self to these platforms. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have you tried the alcohol experiment? Okay, if not, drop everything and go to alcoholexperiment.com. This is a free 30-day challenge and it's designed to interrupt your patterns and put you back in touch with that best version of you. You remember, it was that version of you that's living your most joyful life, that version that didn't need alcohol to relax or have a good time, the one that's able to have more fun than ever. Again, this is a totally free challenge and it can change everything for you. So learn more and join me for a 100% free challenge at alcohol alcoholexperiment.com. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps me reach somebody who might need to hear this message today.